On today's show, we've got several strategies that could help you reduce your taxes in retirement. That and more just ahead. And now, the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willard. Welcome in, everybody. This is the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Brooklyn, of course, president and CEO of Texas Financial Advisory in San Antonio. You have got a long list of uh, credentials. Well, I'll start with the registered financial consultant, certified divorce, uh, divorce financial analyst, registered investment advisor. I could go on. Brooklyn, hi, how are you? Well, let's just be Brooklyn today. All right. We don't need a list of credentials, do okay. we? No, 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 we don't. But, I, you know, sometimes it's fun to go through the list. Well, it, it wasn't so much fun getting them, but here we are. <laughs> but here we are. Well, and again, I mean, so you, you talked about strategies to help reduce taxes in retirement. And I think people don't realize how important a tax strategy, a tax plan in retirement is. I mean, it is almost as important as your income plan. Well, here's the thing. Whenever you're working, you're you're getting paid a paycheck. Most likely you're a W-2 employee, not too many 1099 um, contractors anymore um, because the IRS cracked down on that, right? And the only way you can save at work is if, you're a, if your employer offers or at least an employer-sponsored plan, correct? So like your 401ks, your thrift savings plans, um, 457, 403B, what have you. All of those are uh, coded from the IRS uh, tax code, right? Mm -hmm. So if we want to learn about a 401k, we go to the 401 chapter of the tax code to understand all the rules and regulations. But here's your Cliff Notes version. The money you put into those accounts, you've either not paid the tax on it now, which means you will pay for it when it comes out, or we've seen a, a big shift and a big adoption in the last couple of years of Roth 401ks, our Roth TSPs, Roth 403bs, what have you. But a lot of those still require you to contribute to the traditional plan and 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 the Roth plan. So, um, point being, is that you've put all this money into an account that you know, being the traditional accounts. And when it comes time to use your, you know, replace your paycheck with your investments, you now owe tax on it. So that means every dollar that comes out is going to be taxed. And then we also have, you know, tax, other types of taxes, right? So capital gains tax for different accounts. Like if you've got non-qualified accounts, um, is it short-term, long-term capital gains and, um, you know, interest and dividends, all these different vehicles that you're using to get your income are going to be taxed differently. And so um, folks are a little confused by that because they've never had to run their own payroll because they've always been an employee. Sure. And so they just think, well, take, uh, have them withhold 20%. Well, is that too much? Is that too little? You know, if you're giving away too much, that's money you could have still invested that you could be more money on, so on and so forth. But um, it, it's also a combination of things. Whenever we're we're mapping your way through retirement, it's about, you know, your pensions. Again, you have no control over that. It's a blessing that you've got one, but more than likely it's tax. Uh, Social Security, you, you 
get Social Security, you've paid into Social Security, which was a tax while you were working. And now when you go to use your Social Security, you possibly are going to owe tax on that. So we want to make sure, again, that we are maximizing as much money as you can and paying the least amount of taxes possible. Sure. I mean, that ultimately is the goal. And, and those are the kinds of things that you go over with folks. One of the other things we're talking about is we're talking about strategies that we can help save taxes or at least, you know, manage our taxes in retirement. Um, spending down traditional IRAs, then delaying Social Security. And I know there's it's more complicated yeah. than that, but that's sort of in a nutshell. Yeah. I mean, that, that is a strategy. I'm, I'm probably not a big fan of that. Okay. I, I know it's on our checklist here to go over with our, our audience, but um, here's my philosophy, okay? Yeah. The, to get your Social Security, th there's a break-even factor, meaning that whether you are 62 when you turned it on, you're 67 or you're 70, at some point in time down the road, you would have received the same amount of income. So if you are retiring early on in life, you still have to have income. So does it make sense to use your money before the Social Security money? Because again, you're not paying into Social Security anymore. It's not changing as far as how much you're going to get. And then, um, you know, what if you pass away early on in life? None of us have a crystal, crystal ball. So th there's no lump sum refund of your Social Security. And, you know, so you've used up more money that you could leave behind to a loved one by waiting to draw your social security. So, you know, the, the, the break even point, again, this is just generally speaking. And if you'd like a customized social security report ran for you, we would be happy to do that. That is one of the services that we do here at Texas financial advisory, even though we are not social security, we, we have, um, we have the software that helps with the planning process of when and how to turn on your social security and all the different strategies available to you. But it, let's say, you know, you started drawing at 62, 67 or 70, that break even number as far as age wise tends to be around the age of 79. So let's again, go back to pretending, let's say you retired at 62 mm -hmm. and you waited eight years to draw your social security and you died at 73 well you've left money on the table that nobody else can get to because it goes back into the bowl of social security follow me yes i do so that's why i i I'm not a big fan of it. Not a big fan of that. I understand. Totally yeah. Well, one of the ways that we can do it as well, and, and uh, we're coming up on sort of crunch time, if you were mm -hmm. thinking of converting a traditional IRA into a Roth, I mean, that's a, that's a major undertaking, but it's also something that can really be beneficial. Yeah, and I think that still it surprises me to this day. People get confused about um, how to convert assets from the traditional accounts to the Roth. They think, well, I make too much money and I can't do that. Well, there's no income restriction on conversions. Yes, there are income restrictions as far as contributing new money to Roth accounts. But what we're, we're talking about is converting your traditional 401k, your traditional IRA, your SEP, your, you know, what have you, any account that you've deferred taxes on all these years. And we've done quite a bit of this in the last few years with taking advantage of the new tax brackets that we're in. So let's pretend that you are, you and your spouse, if you're married, are in essence like the 22% tax bracket. And we look at that bracket and we're like, you could 
add another $200,000 to your bottom line and not go into the 24% tax bracket. But then we look at the 24% tax bracket because, again, we just went from 22 to 24. And we go, well, in 2026, that 24% tax bracket is actually going to be 32%. Oh. So does it make sense to pay the tax now or do you want to wait, you know, another two years and now you're paying an an eight percent upcharge on everything because the tax brackets sunset and go back to where they were in 2017. So we've we've had a lot of conversations about conversions, and I have invested heavily into software because when we have charts and graphs, we want it that helps with the communication to go. Yes, this makes sense to go ahead and rip the bandaid on it, get the the debt out of my IRA. A lot of people come in here and they're like, I'm debt free. And then they plop down their $2 million IRA. I'm like, no, you're not. Nope, not quite yet. <laughs> so conversions of, of accounts, especially with the market being down, like um, I, I know we've had a little bit of a, a little slight up, uptick of the market in the last, since, especially since the election's been over. But um you can do a conversion on the lower amount. Let's say your balance is down now. It's still invested. You can convert, stay invested. And then when you get the recovery, now you've got kind of a double upside because now it's tax-free for the growth. Sure. I mean, and I like that, you know, when folks are able to do that kind of thing uh, with the, especially when it's tax-free, I mean, that's tax-free forever. Sure. And, but we are coming up on the end of the year, and that is the deadline to do a Roth conversion. And I, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't want to speak a, for you. Hard, it's like it's almost too late right now, isn't it? Well, it's a hard deadline. And so um, if you want to have a really thought through and understanding of it, because we used to have kind of a Roth conversion remorse clause that you could have up until the time you filed your tax returns to change your mind if you'd done a Roth conversion. Well, that went away. So whatever is December 31st, that is our final date. If you converted, you cannot change your mind after December 31st, um, but you can't get to April of next year and say, man, I still had $100,000 in that tax bracket. I'll do a conversion for last year. doesn't work that way. Mm. You can add to accounts, like you can make a contribution after December 31st up until when you file your taxes, but you can no longer have a conversion remorse clause that changes it after December 31st. So if you want to get through this again, here we are at the end of, of November. I mean, there is still a little bit of time, but I would highly suggest you reach out today, um, get on our calendar wherever you can. Um, and we will help you map that conversion option, the pros and cons. Um, or if you want to get a jump start on next year, uh, because your accounts are are maybe down and you're wondering how to reinvest the money to grow it again. Um, happy to meet with you. And again, this is no cost to come in and meet with one of the advisors here at Texas Financial Advisory. So the way you reach us is giving us a call, 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. Or you just go to our website and you can actually schedule from there to schedule an appointment um, by clicking the link to meet with an advisor. If that sounds great, Brooklyn, 844-TFA-SHOW, 844-832-7469. You want to make sure you stay on track for your retirement. When we come back, we'll outline some ways baby boomers are wasting money in retirement and offer some options to help keep those coffers full. 
welcome back. This is the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Brooklyn Chandler Willie is here. Brooklyn is president and CEO of Texas Financial Advisory. You can check out their website. I encourage you to do that. It's pretty active, texasfinancialadvisory.com. You really do a great job, and, and I know that you have a hand in all of this. I know you don't do the technical stuff, but you really have a hand in, in all the content that's there. Yeah, and that I guess that's the beauty of, of owning the company. Um, we were able to put our marketing messages out there and, um, and try and kind of stay on the pulse of what people are telling us that they're looking for, right? We don't have some big corporate machine that's telling us, you know, what products to sell, what to market, what to push. Um, you know, we were very proud about the fact that we customize everything for each and every client across the table. Actually, um, you know, each week our team gets together twice, once on uh, Monday and once on Friday to go through, you know, our appointments that we've, we've ran that week, what we have coming up, what's still needs to get taken care of. And then we look at all the different portfolios. So uh, because nothing is cookie cutter, meaning that if you walk in here and you're 65 years old and, you know, have $250,000 saved, we're going to automatically put you into, you know, these two products right here, because that's what corporate tells us to do, um, th that it doesn't work like that. So we're sitting here walking through and going, you know, have you heard back from Mrs. Smith? And this is what's going on with her account. And um, how is the surgery for so-and-so? Because, you know, again, if, if things need to change, we need to be on top of that so their family's not worrying about money. So there's that's a huge component, the relationship aspect of our, our business and the advisors here um, that bridge the gaps between the clients and what the investments are actually doing. Sure. So you uh, you teased us at the beginning talking about uh, staying on track and and wasting money, if you will. And it's I guess it's a matter of interpretation. I mean, nobody's going to tell you how to spend your money. No. But I think that there are, I mean... I can tell you how people have not spent it well. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Well, and again, buying too many gifts and for the kids or for the grandkids. I mean, uh, you know, the, I understand we want to be, you know, we want to give them a lot because we just love them, but uh, that can that can be hurtful for us. Yeah, I, I have one. Um, I mean, I have seen several clients do this where they... They want to shower their grandkids with love or make sure that they can do these things that that maybe are outside the bounds of the parents' um, uh, budget. And I see some grandparents being very committed to paying for their grandkids' college or maybe even a wedding. Um, you know, again, I love the abundance and the the attitude of gratitude to be able to, to share, but we, we have to kind of still adopt that, um, airline mentality. You know, when you get on a plane, I know it's been a while, people still aren't flying as much as they did before the COVID you get on a plane and they go through their safety checks and they talk about that, the oxygen mask that's going to drop, you know, that you should put it on yourself if you're there with your kids and, um, you know, you need to help yourself before you help them. And if you have more than one kid with you, then you got to pick your favorite yeah. <laughs> to yeah. help, help next. <laughs> so, so grandkids, as much as you love them and want to raise them, and you know better than your own kids, you, you've got to refrain from 
going over your cash flow spending ability because you're going to have stuff too. Right. I mean, you know, you know what I've been so shocked about is dental. Dental bills are just astronomical I, and it's not covered by dental insurance or, or Medicare. There's no supplements and your teeth, sadly, when you grow older, you, that that is something that you you can't get another set of them. And if you do, they're fake. And they're expensive. They're expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so um, supporting adult children is another mistake that I see. I was going to say, how often do you see that and, and how do you address it? Oh, man, I just, I, I, I mean, I have, I have a hard time to find empathy with it because I'm an adult child and I'm not supported financially <laughs> yeah, by exactly. my parents. Yeah, right. So, exactly. So I'm kind of probably rude about it. I'm like, what are you doing? No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, you've got to let them raise themselves as their own. You know, you've done it. Let them go find their jobs. You know, I, here's where I, this has happened. Our, that group of adult children, if you will, have the struggling with, with addiction and alcohol and things like that. That is where I've seen people have to step in. The family have to step in. Now, if it helps them get on their, their way to be able to support themselves, great. But it's like a revolving door I see quite often. And wow. so I'm, I'm very empathetic to it. I'm very sensitive to it. I, you know, have it personally in my own life, but it's just something that you cannot spend your way to save them. Um, otherwise, you're going to be broke because you're going to run out of money. Yeah, exactly. So I like this one, too. So, uh, skipping senior discounts. I don't at all, ever. <laughs> <laughs> Went to a movie over the weekend. I took the senior price. Why not? Um, you only got to be 55 at that point. So. <laughs> heck, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean... There are a lot of senior discounts as well as like military discounts and, um, you know, police, firefighter, first responders. So, um, you know, I mean, use it or lose it. Yeah, right? exactly. Well, and again, I mean, that's not a huge one, but this one, blindly paying for life insurance. What does that mean and, and why would we be? Well, I think that a lot of people get life insurance early in their careers when they're raising their children um, and then they don't really understand the policy that they're in now or maybe the policy that they were in um, you know a lot of times companies change hands or they change the policies and you know all they're required to do is send you a prospectus or something to that effect that basically says you know there's no like agreeing to the changes made um, now life insurance still can be a great tool in retirement, um, but it has to be the right kind of, it's one of those things that there's different types of insurance products for different times in your life. And so it's not like home insurance that whether you have a home in your twenties or a home in your sixties, you need home insurance. So, uh, we just want to evaluate the insurance concepts and, and, um, products that you're currently in and determine, do you still need those anymore? Or is there something that you need to switch into? Sometimes there's different products with the same company that would better serve you in this stage of your life. So we don't want to blindly 
not only pay for life insurance, but blindly cancel life insurance just because you think you don't need it anymore. Because there could be some other benefits there at that insurance company that you just don't know about. Well, that's what I was going to ask, because if someone has a life insurance policy and they've had it for years and not sure what the, the actual value is going to be, they should come in and see you. And because you can oftentimes, you know, look at it and see things differently and, and make it better. Right. And again, that kind of goes to the difference with our firm versus other investment firms. A lot of investment firms are, you know, the, the investment advisors at the bank or, you know, uh, franchise wirehouse type broker dealers. They don't, they don't offer insurance and they can't advise on insurance outside of what they sell. Here at Texas Financial Advisory, we're independent. And I'm not going to say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to look at your USAA insurance policy because I didn't sell it. Um, or, you know, anything yeah, like that. Right. We want to fully understand your, your whole financial picture so we can help you make better decisions. Um, same thing. If, if I know you have a great policy with whoever you were with before, I'm not going to force you to cancel it and buy something from us. Right. It's just one of those things that that's not, doesn't make any financial sense, much less that's not acting like a fiduciary. Right. And, and again, so with the life insurance, and we've talked about this before, and I'm sure we will again at some point, but it's really a, a whole different, you know, horizon out there in the world of life insurance. So it's more than just life insurance. Sure. And we've seen, man, talk about changes within the um, product world. There's been so many changes each year on um, in the insurance world, and this year is not an exception. Um, this year, the, the product landscape is so great. And really, it's just been the last couple months because of the rising interest rates um, with the Fed raising the interest rates. And so um, now has been a really great opportunity to get in. Um, and it's really benefiting savers, if you will, to be able to use these insurance products because you're getting a really great rate and getting it safely. Yeah. Again, folks, this is a great way to be able to just come in and have that explanation because, you know, again, if you there are things that can be done with some life insurance policies, right? Right. And not again, all of them. I understand. Not all of them. It, it's, and it's understanding what you're in, understanding how the product works and then seeing what's available within that company or some of them have sister companies that, hey, look, this there's a sister company and you don't have to go through underwriting again and we can just switch to this policy because it's better suited for you now that you're 65 because it has a long-term care writer on it or sure. something to that yeah. effect. So, um, again, you don't know what you don't know, and we don't know that until you raise your hand and you come in here for that no-cost consultation. Um, we've cleared our calendar. I know it seems like, well, it's the holiday season. You know, it's always an excuse. Well, it's the midterm elections. Well, it's my, you know, so-and-so's wedding or I'm going to take a cruise or, I mean, we get it. It's not the most glamorous and fun thing to do to walk through your financials, but if you don't do it, nobody else is going to do it for you. Right. So here's a good opportunity to come in. You don't have to pay anything. There's no obligation to work with us. Um, if we can't help you, we will not string you along and we will try and assist you to find the right um, entity to help you. But again, until we have that conversation, don't know where to go from there. So give us a call, 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. As always, you can visit the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. A lot of great information there. Get on our newsletter. It goes out each week. 
um, as well as you can book your own appointment from that website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. We're all familiar with fake news. Our misleading stories are those well-meaning people that have all the answers to the questions you've asked. The problem is that much of that advice is being offered just plain wrong and should be ignored. Details when we come right back. Hey, welcome back. The Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show is here. Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And uh, so <laughs> you make me laugh with the uh, with the opening there when you talk about, uh, <laughs> you know, because I know we've all got people in our lives who absolutely know everything and oh, are yeah. happy to share that information with you. Well, and again, that's one of the, the processes of onboarding um, clients with our firm is we want to understand who is a major influence in your life, who do you rely upon to make decisions for you, your family. Um, you know, oftentimes with a married couple, they say nobody or one of their brothers is a lawyer or, you know, something. Um, but, you know, we want to make sure you're getting all the information that you need, but we also can't, I, I, Let's pretend you're married and you come in here and you're, you forgot to bring your wife um, and we go through everything. Now you go home and you're going to explain it to her, right? So, so you're going to take what we've spent, you know, 15 years learning and preparing and we spent an hour and a half with you for you to go home and tell your wife everything that we told you. It just doesn't work, it right? It just doesn't work, exactly. So, so we need to make sure all the decision makers are at the table from the get-go and that way we don't you know tell one person one thing and not tell the other just you know out of i didn't you know i thought i already told him that exactly. so um you, you know again i also would be very weary of who you get advice from right yes. so you i hear people well he goes to my church and i just he's such a nice man and he he really i know he wouldn't lie to me well, okay, I didn't say he would, but does he understand all of these products and tools out here just because he interned for Ever Jones when he, you know, 30 years ago or something? <laughs> like, yeah, things haven't changed much since then. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'm being kind of rude, but this is the truth. It's it like, truth. no, unless you're in this, like, you don't know. And even now, you only know your funnel, right? I mean, I, I'm not a broker dealer, so I don't know what's going on over there at the big wirehouses and and brokerage houses. I mean, I know enough, but I'm, I don't sell those products or tools, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, it, it's just it's one of those things that again, our firm here we work directly for the clients that sign agreements to work with us. Um, we you know we're not interested in you know, meeting a sales quota that we've got us to sell this much of this product. So anybody that comes in our door, guess what you're going to get? <laughs> Doesn't work like that. Right. right. And so, um, you know, again, I'm all about people giving you advice and you trying to do your research and your due diligence. And sometimes it's easier to talk to people than it is to just go Google it. Right. And yeah. we live in a world, let's just Google it. Um, and with Google, a lot of times when you're looking for things, with the financial world, you get hit with, with ads. And so now you're being marketed to, or you're on a list and you're getting phone calls from salespeople. So it, it's a vicious cycle. And then it, you end up just kind of 
analysis paralysis, stop, do nothing, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, really, I think the the best way to to kind of get a grip on things is to interview, go go meet with different advisors, understand what each one's do, you know, what's the difference, so you can make a decision what works for you. Because what we do here at Texas Financial Advisory isn't the right fit for everybody. Even though we're on the radio every week and we talk about different things and, um, you know, we, we meet with a lot of people each week, that doesn't mean that everybody signs on to become our clients because either we're not a good fit for them or, you know, vice versa, mm -hmm. right? Sure. Understood. And so this is getting bad advice or just, you know, having conversations. And I know this, this one I have been hearing since I was in high school, and that was a long time ago. Uh, but Social Security is dying. It's never going to be there. So just take it as early as you can. Well, I don't I don't think that's the right way to think about it. I no, mean, <laughs> it it's a fund, right? People are paying into it. And when we say that it's it, the fund is or that it's dying, it's more about that fund can't support because we have more people on Social Security right now than those that are paying into Social Security. So when we do a projection, there is a possibility, but that's why they keep kind of tweaking things. So, you know, those that are currently under the age of 50, I would not rely upon the same Social Security system or payout as folks that are over 50 now receive. Right. Um, you know, the ages may change. I mean, there's going to be some it'll always be there in one shape or form but it's got to change well, um, yeah i mean i think when you talk about the age i mean you know when social security started uh, the retirement age was 65 and the average age that people lived was 62 and now what the average age is close to 80 isn't it 80 83 so, 84 yeah so i mean i could see them changing maybe maybe 70 is the uh, full retirement age yeah it, but you know again it just should be one one leg of your yeah. financial stool. It should not be the leg. And if that's what you're relying upon right now and you're listening to our show, I'm going to encourage you to figure out something else to create another bucket of money because it's not enough. Social Security is not going to be enough to live upon. Right. You should be thinking about how do I maximize my Social Security because I've got half a million dollars over here saved in my 401k or a million dollars. Right. And again, one of the other things that uh, I think, again, we've been hearing about since the 90s, early yeah. 90s, and that's the 4% rule. Uh, again, that may not be apropos any longer. Right. And and let's just think about where the 4% rule came from. Um, so in the 90s, early 2000s, um, people had, you know, we, they've been through the Jimmy Carter days with high interest rates on loans and you know, a lot of people were having to finance their house and pay 12, 13, 14% in interest. Um, but when they were putting money aside into their retirement accounts, it was primarily in just stocks and bonds. And so you would have the bonds there to help stabilize the account um, when the stocks were not performing. And so along came this magical product called a mutual fund wherein you trusted a money manager to do the picking for you so that you weren't high, you know highly saturated in a stock um, so then it was kind of spread across the risk was spread across this 
across this mutual fund. And so your money is being pooled with other investors' money and, you know, you've got your mutual fund. Well, <laughs> from that mutual fund, that's where this formula came from that you could ideally take out about 4% of your account each year and that mutual fund would be rebalancing and maintaining principles so that you would have enough money to last your life. Well, that didn't work. And, and I didn't mean, really, it was so well. the dot-com bubble that right. people were like, hmm, this isn't going to work at all. Yeah. So, um, you know, again, if you're going to go the route of the mutual fund and just, you know, or an index fund and you're just going to hope for the best, you know, you can try for that 4% withdrawal rate. and But I, I mean, if you're not having it professionally managed or in – uh, you know, a solid income guaranteed product, maybe you should opt for like a 3% withdrawal rate. But that's the kind of thing that you'll walk people through. In other words, I mean, you're not going to just say, okay, take this much out. No, you you can lay it all out and give us an option. Right. And, and really where we hang our hat, and I'm going to toot our horn here Good. at Texas Financial Advisory, because we are, we are really excellent at creating cash flow plans and creating a ability for you to have confidence to take money out of your portfolio month after month and not worry about something as crazy as the coronavirus shutting everything down or, you know, a catastrophic illness within your family, either to yourself or your spouse. Um, so I, that is where we have spent so much time and energy to find the right tools and products and strategies so that clients can confidently withdraw, you know, depending on when you start this anywhere from four to I think right now we have a cash flow plan that's cash flowing at 8% a year. You know, the client wants the most income they possibly can have sure. from their portfolio. And so um, it's hard to explain because this is something that unless you do it on paper, it, it doesn't make any sense. And so that's why we open our doors to people that listen to the radio show um, to come in, there is no obligation to work with us, but it's a way for us to see what, what you've got going on, have a conversation, understand what you're trying to achieve, and then show you, um, you know, how we put together our TFA financial roadmaps for our clients so that they can have confidence going into retirement that they're not going to run out of money before they run out of life. And that's really what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah, most definitely. And again, I, I've, it's funny because... I've seen a lot of things, but I've never seen anybody complain that we created too much cash flow from their investments, that we were just making them spend way too much money. Yeah. Um, second thing I've never had anyone complain about is their tax-free money. Like, oh, well, I just I hate that it was tax-free. <laughs> yeah. Nope. No one said that. No, so. I don't want to add that to my AGI. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, it's, it's very hard to explain via a radio show. It's yeah. hard to explain on the phone. We'll take a phone call to start with just to kind of understand who you are and what you're trying to get accomplished. But coming in, sitting face to face with one of the advisors here at Texas Financial Advisory will get you to go so much further. We'll get a lot more accomplished in even an hour's time or 30 minutes, if that's all you want to give us, um, than you would spending, you know, hours upon end Googling um, how, how to set up your retirement income plan. Right. So if you would like to see what that looks like, give us a call here at 844-832-7469. That's 
TFA show to schedule your no cost, no obligation consultation with one of the advisors here at Texas Financial Advisory. Or you can go to our website, TexasFinancialAdvisory.com. Sounds great, Brooklyn. 844-TFA-SHOW, 844-832-7469. When we come back, it's time for Ask the Advisor. Some interesting questions with solid answers. Welcome back to the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie and I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall having a great conversation today as always. And um, this is something, so Brooklyn, you were talking before about just having the, having it start with a phone call and then it just, just to see, because really that's what, it, that's what matters, right? You just have initial contact, see if you could, you know, strike up a conversation and come on in. Yeah. And again, um, we're, we are busy here, especially at the end of the year. Um, and so, you know, sometimes you might call and have to leave a message, but it is the best thing to do is to, to lock in a time on the calendar because we live and die by our calendar. Oh yeah. And so, um, you know, each week I set aside, I earmark time for the radio callers so that if you're listening to our show, you reach out, you're not going to have to wait five months to talk to, to us. Okay. Um, but we want to, we, we first and foremost, we pay uh, a lot of attention to our existing clients. And so we want to make sure that their needs are being met. And so I don't want to, you know, keep an open calendar for maybe someone that's going to give us a call. <laughs> so whenever we say call us, it's because you need to get on the calendar. Otherwise it's going to get booked out. And it could be six months before we talk to you. 844-832-7469. All right, let's jump into a couple of questions, Brooklyn. Uh, we've got, uh, oh, oh, hang on. Forgot to do, do want, Yeah, we're rolling. Yes, we're rolling again. Okay, cool. Uh, so I'll just pick it up and, and uh, figure yep. it out from there. Okay. Well, Brooklyn, let's get to a couple of questions here before we run out of time today. And uh, we've got Ralph in San Antonio, and he is wondering, are there any other benefits to contributing to a traditional IRA besides tax deductions? I don't qualify for deductions and would like to make a well-informed decision. I plan to retire in two years. I'll be 67. Well, I mean, the I guess tax benefit is one thing. The savings that you're saving, putting money away... It would be the second, but again, you're not required to put it in a IRA. Sure. Um, I would encourage you to not put it in the IRA to create, we want to create some tax diversity because I see a lot of people that come in here that have only done it when one way because that's what, when they were younger, that's what was told to them. That's, that's how they do things, right? Right. And so they're not balanced when it comes to tax diversity they have everything in a tax deferred account which ultimately means there's always a date with the devil and in this case it's the tax devil so um you you've got to pay the tax this is kind of a side note and this is a, a story that so i live out pretty far in the country mm -hmm. and um the way you you get out to go to the main road, you, you have to kind of go north and then go south. Like you, you kind of have to go loop-de-loop -loop around, right? Yep. So in essence, I leave my driveway, I take a right, and then I take a right to 
to leave the neighborhood, and then I take another right, and I end up driving behind the back of my house. Okay? Okay. Do I paint a picture of that? I got it. Well, somebody put a sign on a tree right behind my house. And maybe it was one of our radio listeners. And so, and if it was you, I, you know, I, I didn't condone it, but it, I mean, it was really high up and I, I couldn't reach it to take it down. So it really had to bother my husband pretty bad to, to take it down. But um, <laughs> in on the sign, it said, abolish the IRS or stop the tyranny, abolish the IRS. Ooh. Well, that's probably not the best sign to have up. And especially <laughs> with there's 87,000 new um IRS agents out there. Exactly. <laughs> but there are some people out there that are very passionate about requiring to pay taxes on their accounts. I don't encourage you to put signs up and please don't put it up in my yard. Like, yeah, exactly. That was like, why us? Like, come on, why me? Yeah. But they did. In tyranny, abolish the IRS. Um, but if you want to abolish taxes, let's control what you can control. And that's not putting more money than you have to in your retirement accounts, therefore giving more to the IRS. Mm -hmm. How about that? I like it. Okay. Sure. All right. Uh, well, there you go, Ralph. Give us a call. It's 844-832-7469. Um, all right. Laurel is in New Braunfels. She says, I'm 57 years old with 285000 in a brokerage account and about the same in my 401k. I'm currently maxing out the amount I can put in my employer's retirement plan However, with the market continuing to go down, I'm wondering if I should just keep more in cash. I understand with the market down, I'm essentially buying shares on sale. But if the price continues to fall, I won't have that long to recoup the loss due to my age. Thoughts? Well, I think you're pretty young, Laurel. I mean, 57. Yeah. That's like the new 37, right? Sure. <laughs> Um, I will congratulate her because she's done exactly what I said to Ralph, right? She's got kind of this balance of tax accounts. She's got around 401k and her uh, employer plan that she hasn't paid tax on. And then another, um, you know, 285 in an account that she's already paid tax on it. So she actually has more money in her brokerage account because that's all been yeah, paid for, sure. you know? Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Let's think outside of Wall Street and think about other options because you don't have to just invest in the market because it sounds like as much as you know the logic of buying low selling high has hit home with you laurel maybe we look at you've got you know over half a million dollars in the stock market what else could you invest in that's not stock market correlated you know mm -hmm. if you're able to sell uh, or uh, save if you're able to put money so we could create some asset allocation diversity for you um, and look at options that are not just stock market oriented. And so if that's something you're interested in doing, uh, reach out to us because there's a lot of great options uh, right now at this time in your life as far as being 57, you know, getting closer to retirement, you're entering kind of that red zone. I get it. You don't want to take a bunch of risk because you've already got all of your savings at risk, if you will. Um, so what else is out there? What else could you invest in and not have a concern that you're going to lose your principal investment? Um, and be happy to show that to you, Laurel. So give us a call here, 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. 
All right. Uh, there you go, Laurel. Uh, let's go to Hugh now in Bernie. Um, and Hugh says, my business has a simple IRA for employees who desire to take part. Unfortunately, our advisor has gone radio silent for the past eight months. Now, there are the other advisors in the company have been little to no assistance in regard to his whereabouts. I'm fairly old fashioned, uh, fairly old school and prefer doing business in person. Now, the account is uh, 750000 Is it time to find a new advisor? Well, you know, again, you're kind of in a, a pickle um, in that I don't know how old you are, Hugh. I mean, I assume he's older because yeah. of his name. Yeah, right? I would, yeah, I would think. That was, that was my grandfather's name. Oh. Um, so this is your money. I mean, just because the advisor is not calling you back or the, the company, you could definitely go get a second opinion, either here at Texas Financial Advisory or another advisor that you trust. Um, the odds are that that simple IRA could be either dismantled so that each each employee can take hold of their their portion, or depending on your age, you can do an in-service rollover, and that's a, typically around 59 and a half. It's just whatever's built into the plan. Or if you work for a small enough company, I can assist them with their plan altogether. That's something we can take over here at Texas Financial Advisory as well. So there's definite options and you know, you've got to stand up for yourself. I mean, this is the $750,000 is a lot of money. It's taking you years to save that. And um, you know, again, you, you've got to take some ownership here and responsibility just because the advisor is not calling you back or their company's not treating y'all uh, you know, very fairly. Uh, you know, it's it's time to get a second opinion on your account as well as the whole, you know, employee plan. And that's something we can do here at Texas Financial Advisory. Um, so give us a call, 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. Or you can visit the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. Very good. Let's see. we got time for one more. You ready? Yep. All right. Sylvia is in Blanco and says, I'm 53, concerned I'm not diversified enough. I have both international and domestic stocks, but at the moment, that's all. Should I look into real estate investments or precious metals? Thanks. Appreciate you each week. Okay, Sylvia. So um, I am not a stock picker or a one-and-done transactional type of advisor. Mm -hmm. um, and when I have someone pose this type of question, it, it's almost like, they're looking to win the lottery, right? Like what's going to be the golden investment that I buy that will make everything picture perfect for me. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we, you've got to think more about the plan. Like how do we create a plan that will work perfectly? All right. Well, there you go. Um, let's uh, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. 844-832-7469. And uh, one more time, you want to remind folks how they can reach out to you? Sure. So uh, give us a call, like you just mentioned, but you can also go to our website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. Uh, if you've got a question for us and you want me to answer it on the show, you're not going to get near the as great an answer as you talk directly with me, but we will, I do enjoy the questions and, and I'll, oftentimes I'll, I'll send an email response that's a little more detailed. All right. Um, but you can do that through our website, texasfinancialadvisory.com through the contact, contact us button. Um, or you can just schedule a time to talk with us. That's Even better. allowed. No cost to do that. TexasFinancialAdvisory.com. 
Brooklyn, a pleasure to be here as always. One of my favorite hours of the week. It goes by very quickly, and I love your your, your take on things. It's just it's, it's refreshing to me. I appreciate that. And we want to thank everybody for listening. We really do appreciate it. And we're going to come back next week. New topics and questions, all of that and more here on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Williams. Investment advisory services offered through Queen Bee Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Brooklyn Chandler Willie provides general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Queen Bee Advisors LLC. By contacting Queen Bee Advisors LLC, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.
Maximizing your social security benefits assumes foreknowledge of your date of death. If, as an example, you wait to claim a higher monthly benefit amount, but you predecease your average life expectancy, it would have been better for you to claim your benefits at an earlier age with reduced benefits. Not associated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Please consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses carefully before investing in variable annuities. The prospectus, which contains this and other information about the variable annuity contract and the underlying investment options, can be obtained from the insurance company or your financial professional. Be sure to read the prospectus carefully before deciding whether to invest. The investment return and principal value of the variable annuity investment options are not guaranteed. Variable annuity subaccounts fluctuate with changes in market conditions. The principal may be worth more or less than the original amount invested when the annuity is surrendered.